0: So before we begin, just got a couple of news items to cover. The first one is the third installment of the Winter Seminar series over at Black Hall Outfitters in Westbrook, Connecticut. This one is all about jig and pop tuna, and it features Captain Kevin Albone, who is the captain of Blue Line Charters running out of Watch Hill. This guy's got 20 years of experience on the water, and he is a quintessential tuna chaser. He follows the migration from South Jersey all the way out to the Cape, and he does almost all of his fishing with jig and pop. Uh, So he's going to cover tackle, he's going to cover rods and reels, he's going to cover lures, he's going to cover reading the water, the color of the water, the temperature of the water, he's going to cover mammals, bait, all that stuff. Uh, guy's got a lot of experience to bestow upon you and it's free to the public. So you head over to Westbrook this Saturday, that's February 4th, it's going to run from 2 to 4 p.m. They're going to have amazing raffles as well. And uh, Captain Kevin's going to spill his guts to you, so you guys don't want to miss that. So head on over there and check that out. Also. We have the giveaway that's ongoing, got a few more photos this week. Um, it's good to see, you know, a steady stream of photos coming in the wintertime. And uh, a lot of guys getting out and getting it done, and uh, you guys know the drill by now, but I'm just going to run through it quickly anyway. Uh, it's got to be a recent photo, and it's got to show you in the catch, so it can't be your foot or something like that. It's got to be you holding the fish, and it's got to be recent, uh, but I don't care if you caught it on vacation or if you caught it down the street from your house, that doesn't matter to me. Freshwater, salt water, doesn't matter to me either. We're going to be giving away a jointed GT Gibbs uh, copy that I'm going to make for you guys. Uh, finally got the shop halfway up and running right now, um, enough that I can make the plug. So hopefully in a week or two, I'll have it to show off to you guys. This is going to wrap up on March 1st, and then we'll probably start another one after that. So send those photos in to me at fisherman.com and make sure you put giveaway or uh, contest in the subject line, or you can text it to the number on the screen. Send those over. We'll pick a winner, and then... Uh, you know, we'll make somebody's day. So we're gonna head over into Massachusetts now. I just want to let you guys know, you know, kind of it's February and the reports are very much the same. So I don't want to harp too long on the same things over and over again. So I'm gonna try to highlight some things that we haven't talked as much about and just sort of, you know, touch on the um, the things that we have been talking about week after week. Um, but starting up on the North Shore now, uh, after a couple weeks off, we're going to toss it over now to James. Um, he's got some news about several species and several things going on up there on the North Shore.
1: How you doing, Dave? It took a couple of weeks off from uh, getting out on the water, but now I'm back at it. You know, a couple mornings before work, it's starting to get light around 6:15. So I've been checking out some spots, doing my thing. Um, the guys have been getting fish uh, all throughout the day. Uh, carp spots are producing, the bass spots are producing. Uh, I'm hoping that we have some freeze up in the next few days uh, and right now you really don't have to drive too far north now to get onto some ice and have some fun and the guys just in New Hampshire are doing quite well with the Birch and pickerel and bass through the ice right now. You know, there's some trout going on as well. Um, And I did get some reports of the holdover striper fishing in and around Boston has picked up just a bit. So good things happening. I hope everybody can get out there and get some fishing in. I know it's going to be like an Arctic situation over the weekend, but that could be some of the best time. All right, Dave. That's it from up here. All right, thanks.
0: So, as Jim alluded to in his uh, in his portion of the report here, you know we've got some safe ice not too far from the mass border. You just got to head a little further north. And um, you know you're finding some ponds you can walk on. Also, he didn't say it, but out west we still got safe ice out that way as well. And we've got a pretty big cold snap coming at the end of this week, which is going to, you know, I would say is going to harden up a lot of places that are iffy, and it's going to bring some of that ice even closer to home here. So uh, that's good news for the uh, hard water guys. Uh, The other thing that he talked about in his report there was the uptick in holdover striped bass action around Boston. I've heard the same thing, you know, Amelia Earhart Dam, Boston Harbor, uh, not Boston Harbor, but the tributaries that run off of Boston Harbor, so up into Charles River and some of the other ones there. And what I know about striped bass, and especially holdover stripers, you know, they're affected by weather, and we had that big rain this week. That's probably what kicked them up, and I would have to guess that it kicked up some of the fishing out on the Cape as well, so... Um, if you're a holdover striper guy and you've been struggling a little bit, just watch for those weather systems. That's when things are going to kick up, uh, or they're most likely to kick up at this time of the year. That's a good time to be out there fishing. I did see that one of the Cape guys um, that I follow on Instagram had a few fish this week as well. So um, there is a little bit of holdover striper activity for you know for the first time in a while uh, out on the Cape and up in further into Massachusetts, so that's good news. Um, of course, we've been talking about it for a while, Plymouth and the Cape are still producing decent trout results. Um, it starts to slow down around this time of year, things are getting colder, Things, the fish are getting a little bit more lethargic, a little harder to get to bite. Um, I actually fished for trout twice this week. One day I did well, one day was very difficult. And the difference is, again, is the weather system. Uh, we had that big rain, I fished the day before that big rain came through and caught a, a variety of species and had pretty good action. I went the day after that rain came through and it was practically dead. Um, talked to a few other guys too who were experiencing similar results. The only people I saw catching fish were the bait guys. So, you know, when you get out on a day like today, a bluebird day with a little wind and, uh, you know, no no weather in sight or just after some weather came through and things have kind of, uh, you know, things have settled down a little bit, a good way to get fish is to just pin some bait to the bottom. Throw an inflated night crawler out there and just hang back in your chair, try to find a sunny spot, and just wait for the rod tip to jiggle. Um, that's a good way to keep the rod bent, especially at this time of the year through February, which is typically the coldest month of the year. Uh, something we haven't talked about much is smallmouth bass fishing, and I have heard some smallmouth bass action this week um, on the Cape and off the Cape, but in, in that general area and the one thing that i could pass along is that these fish are on deep humps so the guys are finding them you know if you're out in 40 feet of water you find a little hump up to 20 25 um that's where those fish are being found if you can get some green vegetation on there even better and these guys are getting them dead sticking artificials you know dead sticking soft plastics just dangling them down there in the vicinity of where they know some fish are and just trying their hardest not to move the bait too much the hits are really subtle and uh, it's definitely not the type of fishing that everybody enjoys takes a lot of patience and a lot of time um, but it is a good way to get the rod bent in february so that's something else you guys can try out Uh, beyond that there's really not a lot else to talk about i talked to roy Leva this week he said it was a tough week for him out in western mass and um, he's hoping to get out on the ice this week so we'll have to check in with him next week but other than that um, that's the story that i have for you guys in massachusetts this week over in rhode island things have stayed pretty much status quo from last week. There is still some codfish action out on Cox's Ledge. Um, I didn't get any reports from the Francis Fleet this week. They said they were going to have to do some repairs, and I'm guessing that those repairs took a little longer than expected, because we did have a lot of nice weather days this week. Uh, So I poked around on some of the other boats that run out of Point Jude, uh, one of them being the Island Current, and noticed that they're still getting fish, they're still doing pretty well. Um, So it does seem like that's a viable fishery and it should continue, you know, at least for the next couple weeks, if not longer, um, if you're looking for some saltwater fishing to do out of Rhode Island. As far as holdover stripers go in Rhode Island, they didn't get the memo like they did over in Mass. Um, It's been really tough. Uh, The guys that I talked to have kind of seen like pretty much a shutdown as far as what's going on uh, holdover striper wise in Rhode Island. The only way to really kind of guarantee that you have a or at least to up your chances of getting a fish at this time of the year so do it from a boat with the fish finder on at this time of the year when things start to get really cool and the water starts to really cool down these fish stack up you know they get close to the bottom they stay kind of stacked up and they go into torpor that's it's a time when they just aren't easy to get to bite uh, the two pieces of advice I can give you is to downsize your offering as far as weight and size goes as much as you possibly can, and still get the bait down to them. And then the other thing is, if you can, fish after dark. For whatever reason, these fish tend to perk up a little bit more in the dark, and um, you know that might offer you a better opportunity at <clears throat> excuse me at hooking up. And the last thing that's going on in Rhode Island right now is those Sebago salmon. Um, in any one of those ponds that we put up on the screen last week, that was uh, that was stocked with salmon, the bite seems to be good. Guys are getting on a variety of methods. Um, I got some photos here from Lawrence Thompson that he sent in. Uh, he said the bite was, you know, pretty steady, pretty decent. It's not like you're catching 20 fish in a day, but you, know, you put in a few hours, you're going to get a few fish. Uh, He got his on a Thomas Spoon, he said, and on a uh, orange and gold Rapala. Also heard of guys getting them trolling swimming plugs. Um, Definitely plenty of guys I've heard of getting them on like Sluggos and Ronzies and things like that. So they're hitting a variety of baits. They seem to be very aggressive. And it seems like the state put a lot of them in. Um, Seen a few rainbow trout caught as well, but I have not yet seen a lake trout. So uh, still waiting on that. And... um, you know, when I hear about it, you guys will be the first to know. But uh, that's a story that I have for you guys here in Rhode Island this week. As we move over into Connecticut, you know, it's, it's it's pretty much all about the rivers, unless you count those ten lakes that got uh, got those 15,000 rainbow trout last week, which we have heard some decent action from several of those ponds. So that's one thing you can hang your hat on and feel pretty good about getting the fish over in Connecticut. Uh, the other stuff, it's you know, it's either holdover stripers or it's. Uh, or it's trout up in like the Farmington and the Salmon River, or um, it's guys fishing the coast for panfish, pike, and pickerel on the Connecticut River. Um, the striper fishing on the Thames seems to just shut off completely. I was hearing about a few fish here and there uh, from December into early January, and since then, it's the, the wires have gone completely quiet on that. Moving over to the Connecticut River, though, uh, that, that's a great winter fishery. This is a great time of year. You know, we got it in the years like this when we get no ice. We'll see if we get some eventually, but. When we've had no ice i should say the pickerel fishing in those coves up in hamburg up in chapman pond um, it's just it can be amazing and uh, and you're going to find some pike in there you're going to find calico bass yellow perch white perch largemouth bass you might get a striped bass um, so there's you know, there's a lot of opportunity up there and the bite is you know it's pretty good you got to fish i like to, i have always done well up in there with suspending jerk baits just and fishing kind of on the slower side Um, But you can get them on a variety of different methods a lot of guys use little countdowns for the perch uh, Or you know little soft plastic jigs with a mealworm on there for the perch and the the calicos. But the uh, the the bite up in there tends to be really good for a little bit more on that Let's toss it over now to Rowan Lytle So
2: hate to say it but uh, with this little cold spell coming in the uh, fishing looks pretty bleak over the next week or so um as we get these little spurts of colder weather and high pressure in between the relatively warm periods this winter uh, the water temperature is going to drop down the fish's metabolisms are going to slow up and the fishing is just flat out going to get harder Um, i'm in the middle of the woods today i was just fishing a small native brook trout stream here in the connecticut river valley and uh it was a pretty slow day and brook trout are already a cold water fish but the dropping water temperatures just Basically shut them off. I saw a couple didn't catch any Um, It's just gonna be tricky Uh, Use finesse presentations for whatever species you're targeting. This is a decent time to fish live bait Um, With the real cold temperatures, we're probably gonna get some skim ice on a lot of the still waters I mean, there's already a bit forming in quite a few places So some places that were open and easily fishable last week are not gonna be fishable through the next week or so but uh, there's still some fishing to be had. Just go with your finesse presentations, fish real slow, and look for look for what fish are still active. There should be some to catch. Good
0: luck out there. Moving over to the trout fishing, the Farmington River and the Salmon River say that every week, but it's it's just the truth. Those two places are putting out lots of fish, but the other TMAs are also putting out good numbers of fish. The state does a great job stocking. They do a great job every year. And whether you're fishing you know those really famous ones or some of the ones that most of us have never even heard of, you know, heading out further west out to Norwalk, the Norwalk River, the um, the Mill River, any one of those, They've, they're all putting out fish. They're all putting them out on a variety of different methods. And it's a really great way to get out and get some fishing in in the middle of the wintertime. So uh, definitely take advantage of that. Uh, the other thing, of course, is the Housatonic River, which has slowed down, but the fish are still being caught. It's just you know, takes a little bit more patience and a little bit more time, and once again, just like we were talking about in Rhode Island, you got a much better shot right now if you're on a boat. You get out on a boat, put the fish finder on, you find a pile of fish, and you, know, you can fish for them for a while, and if they're just not playing the game, you can head on to the next school. Um, nighttime is producing some of the bigger fish, which has pretty much been the story all year. Uh, the daytime guys are having a little better shot at catching numbers of fish, but on the average, um, those fish are just much smaller, you know, more like in the 20 to like 25-inch range. Uh, but the bite has been decent. It's it's slowed down quite a bit, but it's still a viable thing. It's still worth a shot. Um, for a little bit more on that and some of the other things that are going on, and going on out in the western part of the state, let's toss it over now to Max Finch from Fisherman's World.
1: The striped bass
0: fishing for the holdovers on the Housatonic River has took a downward turn, but guys still plugging away at night are finding some slots and overslot fish. This time of year when they tend to get lockjaw after heavy rains can be really good and like I said last week and the week before, downscaling during the day will really increase your chances to catching fish and a lot of quantity. The Farm Mill River is still fishing really good on the trout side, the Saugatuck, and the Norwalk River and down into the Mianus check deep's website for stocking updates they always announce when they stock and where they're stocking guys are still heading up to the naugatuck to try to go after the salmon i've seen some nice salmon remember you can only use a free swinging hook or fly only ice fishing doesn't exist the only shiners we're selling are for guys really fishing local or they're going way way up to the canadian border you know upstate maine or you know when we get these cold snaps massachusetts thanks and good luck and that's what happened to you guys in the reports this week. Hopefully they're going to inspire you to get out there and do some fishing. Um, but even if you're not inspired to get out there and do some fishing, we've got a cold weekend coming up. Don't forget about that seminar series over at Black Hall Outfitters. Um, they going to have that jig and pop thing this weekend. Again, that's this Saturday, the 4th of February from 2 to 4 with raffles and it's free to the public. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Head over there and check them out. And if you're not a subscriber to The Fisherman, I highly recommend heading over to the website and checking out what we've got going on. That's thefisherman.com. There's enough free content on there for you guys to get a full, full selection of the things that we offer. We cover all the fishing from Delaware up to Maine, freshwater, saltwater, everything in between. We do some destination stuff, tactics, reports we've got it all Uh, lots of videos on our website as well so check that out if you're still not convinced at the very least give us a like and subscribe here on youtube and hit that little bell thing down there so you get a notification every time we post something new i appreciate you guys for watching and we'll see you next week